Hello everyone, and welcome to the Lone Star Esthetician. My name is Candace Morrison. I'm a licensed aesthetics and laser instructor right here in Texas. If you missed out on our pilot episode, it was a brief discussion about dermaplaning. If you missed out, be sure to give it a listen. I'm sure you will enjoy it. This next episode that I'll be going into is about microdermabrasion. Now there's different types of machines really depending on your budget and how much you're willing to spend. There's different types of microderm treatments out there though. We have our crystal microdermabrasion, our diamond tip microdermabrasion, and now coming to the arena is the wet version. Do keep in mind that all treatment and client consultation forms must be completed prior to any treatment to protect yourself, your business, and also your clients. Microdermabrasion arrived on the skincare scene about the mid-1990 timeframe. It's been around ever since, and it brought the crystal microderm treatments first. During this treatment, it has a handpiece that blows and pushes aluminum oxide crystals and also will vacuum dead skin cells from the top layer of the skin. But do know, this treatment can be very intense. It's not best for your individuals who have rosacea or any sort of sensitivities on the skin not to receive a microderm treatment, but I'll go into contraindication shortly. Diamond tip microderm is quite common within the aesthetics world. Diamond microdermabrasion is a machine that uses a diamond tip wand to remove the top layers of the dead skin. But crystals are not left on the skin during this process. The process is actually more precise in the use of the device due to being more safer to your clients. Wet microdermabrasion is fairly new to the field. It exfoliates using a handpiece that removes the dead outer layer of skin, but during the process of wet microdermabrasion, it's pushing serums into the layers of the skin during the exfoliation process. Microdermabrasion is fabulous for treatments of hyperpigmentation, fine lines and wrinkles, minor acne scarring, the appearance of pores, and if you didn't know, it will also improve the appearance of stretch marks over a period of time. It's great for individuals who have dry skin, oily skin, mature skin, and you can even treat individuals with sensitive skin, but do so with caution. Depending on your treatment you and your client are trying to achieve, microdermabrasion can be done every four to six weeks, but can be done sooner depending on your client's sensitivities. Your contraindications for microdermabrasion is the use of topical retinoid medications that goes for prescription and over-the-counter. They must be stopped at least one week prior to treatment. A current cold sore outbreak diagnosed with any sort of rosacea, moderate to severe inflammatory acne, recent chemical peel treatments that are not currently healed, waxing in the areas of treatment within the past two weeks, any recent fillers or neurotoxin injections within three weeks. Your post-care instructions for your clients is to use a gentle cleanser. The use of more uh, moisturizer may be required, which is completely normal for your clients. Remain out of the sun for seven days post-treatment, but must be using a broad spectrum sunscreen of SPF 30 or higher. Avoid being aggressive with the skin, no harsh rubbing or scrubs for at least one week. 
They may return to using retinoid products in one week after the microdermabrasion treatment. And do know you may have to alter your post-care instructions to what is best for your clients. So that is it for this week, Sunday, July 25th. If you have any questions, you can always contact me. I am on Instagram at Gardenia Studio. And I'll be back next Sunday with our next episode. Thank y'all. Have a great day and great week. Thank you.